If you want to become a great negotiator, there is one word you simply must learn to love. Let's talk about it. Hey, welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture readings aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Now, usually when most of us think of great negotiating, we think of getting to yes, but actually we need to learn to begin with the word no. Say what? That's right. Let me explain. I recently finished Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as if Your Life Depended on It. A great read. When I heard Chris was going to be a part of the faculty of the Global Leadership Summit, I picked up his book, and unfortunately, I didn't get around to reading it until after I heard him talk. But man, what a great read. In chapter four, Beware, Yes, Master, No, Chris shares about an incident that occurred early in his career that really shaped his attitude toward the word no. Voss started his career with the FBI as a member of the FBI SWAT team, but after two years, he was transferred to New York and the Joint Terrorism Task Force, the JTTF. He loved the post. It was amazing. But deep down inside, he always wanted to be a hostage negotiator. So, a few weeks after he got to Manhattan, he went to the desk of Amy Bondaro, who ran the FBI's crisis negotiation team in New York. Listen to this interaction. Boss writes, I want to be a hostage negotiator. Everyone does, Amy said. Got any training? No, I said. Any credentials? Nope, I answered. Any experience, she asked? No, I answered. Do you have a degree in psychology, sociology, anything at all related to negotiations? No. Well, looks like you answered your own question, she said. No. Now go away. Go away, I protested. Really? Yep, as in leave me alone. Everybody wants to be a hostage negotiator, and you have no resume, experience, or skills. So what would you say in my position? You got it. No. Voss said that incident kicked off for him an awareness of the complexities and subtleties of conversation, specifically as it relates to the word no. Listen to what he says. No is the start of the negotiation, not the end of it. We've been conditioned to fear the word no, but it is a statement of perception far more often than of fact. It seldom means I have considered all the facts and made a rational choice. Instead, no is often a decision, frequently temporary, to maintain the status quo. Change is scary and no provides a little protection from that scariness. Jim Camp, in his excellent book, Start With No, counsels the reader to give their adversary, his word for counterpart, permission to say no from the outset of a negotiation. He calls it the right to veto. He observes that people will fight to the death to preserve their right to say no, so give them that right, and the negotiating environment becomes more constructive and collaborative almost immediately. When I read Camp's book, I realized this was something we'd known as hostage negotiators for years. We'd learned that the quickest way to get a hostage-taker out was to take the time to talk them out, as opposed to demanding their surrender. Demanding their surrender, telling them to come out, always ended up creating a much longer standoff and occasionally actually contributed to death. It comes down to the deep and universal human need for autonomy. People need to feel in control. 
When you preserve a person's autonomy by clearly giving them permission to say no to your ideas, the emotions calm, the effectiveness of the decisions go up, and the other party can really look at your proposal. They're allowed to hold it in their hands, to turn it around, and it gives you time to elaborate or pivot in order to convince your counterpart that the change you're proposing is more advantageous than the status quo. Great negotiators seek no because they know that's often when the real negotiation begins. So Chris drives home the importance of politely saying no and the importance of allowing your adversary or opponent or counterpart, depending on how you frame the individual on the other side of the table, for that individual to also say no. You see, when someone tells you no, what Voss is encouraging you and me is don't take that as rejection. Reframe that no. Perhaps the no means I'm not yet ready to agree or you're making me feel uncomfortable, or I do not understand, or I don't think I can afford it, or I want something else, or I need more information, or I want to talk it over with someone else. And I appreciate immensely what Chris has to say here, because as much as we want to be nice and get people to say yes, or sometimes, if we're honest, even trying to trap or coerce people into agreeing with us, ultimately, when we do that, here's what we get we get a counterfeit yes. Or as one of the books in my library is titled, When Yes Means No. And that's exactly what happens. It's a counterfeit yes. Chris writes, instead of getting inside with logic or feigned smiles, then we get there by asking for no. It's the word that gives the speaker feelings of safety and control. No starts conversations. It creates safe havens to get to the final yes of commitment. An early yes, this is so good. An early yes is often just a cheap counterfeit dodge. And as he notes later in the chapter, hey, no is not failure. Used strategically, it actually opens the path forward to a greater negotiation. And then he says this, and, and this is an aha moment for me. If your biggest fear is no, you can't negotiate. You're a hostage of yes. Whew, that's good stuff. If your biggest fear is no, you can't negotiate. You're the hostage of yes. You're handcuffed. You're done, he writes. Learn to love no. No has a lot of skills. Voss says, no allows the real issues to be brought forth. No protects people from making and then lets them correct ineffective decisions. No slows things down. And one of the things you're going to see when you listen to Voss or you read the book is he's going to tell you, slow it down. No helps people feel safe and secure. And when they feel safe and secure, they're more ready to interact with you and me. And no, he writes, moves everyone's efforts forwards. Hey, every no, Chris Voss writes, gets me closer to a yes. And that is a great word. So learn to love the word no. Because if your biggest fear is no, you can't negotiate. You're a hostage of the yes. And that's my thought from Chris Voss in his great book, Never Split the Difference. Hey, buy the book. 
So if you want just a little start before you buy the book, stop off at On My Walk and you can read the review. We've got it up there for you to see. Okay, all that said, now let me ask you, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? 